I recently switched out my winter wardrobe with my summer clothes. Do you do this too? Each time I have the opportunity to take stock of what I have, what I use, what I need to donate, and what gaps I'd like to fill. One of the funnest ways I've loved to fill those gaps is through Armoire, a clothing rental membership that can help you build the perfect summer wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your online closet. The styles show up to your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles that help fill those wardrobe gaps without the major investment or commitment. For my first case from Armoire, I chose mostly summer dresses from Bowdoin, a brand I can't typically afford, and the chicest double-breasted black blazer from Paige that has honestly surprised me in its versatility. I have loved having more options in my summer wardrobe without the pressure of keeping them forever, and I've already been building out my online closet with Armoire, so I know what I want for my next case. For you expecting mamas, those working or style obsessed who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Monica Packer from About Progress, and you are listening to The Messy Middle a monthly series where I share some of my own messy middle so you can see what progress looks like for a real woman in real time. Hello, my friends, and welcome to April. I feel like I'm officially your your welcome to a new month. It feels good to be moving towards spring, especially after one of the longest winters I've ever experienced. We live in the Salt Lake area, if you don't know, um, and it's been snowing quite a lot this whole winter, I think from October through now, but we need the rain. We need the moisture desperately. So it's all good stuff, um, but it's definitely been a long winter and I'm sure it's been that way for you in your neck of the woods too. Let's start with a little bit of what's happening. I spoke a little bit about spring and how we're moving towards it right now is a spring break for my kids and I'm actually recording this during our spring break, while we take a break in Northern California, we are visiting my in-laws and we actually lived here for 13 and a half years. So in many ways, it feels like returning home. We're back home in our rolling green hills. We were able to get a good hike in one day, but uh, the last two days it's been pouring rain. My mother-in-law and I took the kids to this really cool science museum in Golden Gate Park in downtown San Francisco. And it was 
so lovely to be able to do that with her. She is so kind uh, to be able to wrangle five kids with me. And we were surrounded by, I think, most of San Francisco's schools and their field trips. But we had a great time and have been enjoying ourselves with our grandparents. They have the most beautiful backyard where my kids can just explore. They have hills with like trees in it and a beautiful tree house. My daughter spends most of her time with fairy garden in the fairy garden area. So it's been wonderful to be here. Um, in addition to all of this, I would say about a month ago, like soon after my last messy middle, that's when I feel like I hit a sort of breaking point with just trying to take care of a newborn. I felt like I was completely falling apart physically, emotionally, spiritually, and I am not typically a, a crier, but I found myself feeling really close to tears, if not teary, and uh, a lot of times. And that's that's big for me. It's good though. It's it, it's something I'm actually trying to do more of. But I got to this point one Saturday. It happened to be my five year old's birthday party. It's the first birthday party I have thrown in maybe eight years, <laughs> and it was his first ever. And we did it a month after his birthday, so that I would have more time. And it was an, an easy party. It was a great day, all of that. But that morning, I totally hit my own breaking point of just being like, I am falling apart. I am failing everyone and everything. I live in this nursery. I don't know what's going on with other kids. I come out. I feel like at the end of the day and I just like, did you eat? What did you do? Who's taking care of you? And my husband looked at me and said, I need to start getting up with the baby at night too. And you know what, friends? He was right. I just needed some more sleep. And thank you, Brad. It was it was both a breaking point, but a turning point because um, Brad will either feed the baby once at night or he'll do the first morning feeding. He goes to the gym or goes for a run early in the morning. And then when he gets back, I can go up and do my walk on our treadmill and he will feed the baby if he wakes up. And it has been so beyond helpful. You know, that that breaking turned turning point is just what kind of, you know, be just a little bit more sleep and being able to even just walk for 20 minutes on my treadmill and indoors. Those are two things that are vital to my mental health. And I even just a couple days of that, I suddenly was like, oh no, I'm, I'm back to, I'm back. I, I can do this. This is still a lot of work, um, but I can do this. If, if you don't know what's going on, I have an almost, he's turning 10 weeks old tomorrow and it's been wonderful and also a huge adjustment, especially because we have five years between our final kids. Uh, so I have been humbled to the test, <laughs> my, my friends, that's all I can say. So thank you to Brad for helping us have a little turning point there. And another thing that's been kind of happening that's interesting is this reel I made a week ago that has been shared a lot. I think it's almost at 180,000 um, views right now, which is a lot for me. I don't tend to get a lot of, of, of views on things like that, but it was in response to this Oklahoma senator who described maternity leave as vacation, and it made me so angry for a day. I just couldn't stop feeling so angry about it. Like, I, I don't need to talk uh, about this to you, but we all know that that's not true. Um, any kind of caretaking role is ex is is work. It's it's extremely hard work. Um, so, but instead of getting angry on a reel, I decided to try to use humor instead. I got an idea in the middle of the night of nursing my child, and um, and, and I made a reel <laughs> that was uh, kind of like me me going and you know taking a riff off of what he said and 
it's been it struck a chord. It's been just fun to hear all the people saying, wow, this is so good. And this is the best thing I've seen in response to that video. Thank you. So if you want to go check that out, you can go to my page on Instagram. It was fun for me to kind of tap into my creative side and Brad actually helped a lot <laughs> with giving me directions. as we filmed it. We honestly had some fun doing that. But more than that, it helped me see like, you know, for most of my online life, I've been able to say hard things in ways I think connect with people, but I lost it for a while. I lost my confidence in being able to speak up. I also needed some time and space away from speaking up uh, just for my own mental health. But this was a good way for me to see, no, you can share about hard things and it's, it might be time for you to dip your toes back into that and also dig into some of your creativity. So I'm, I'm glad for that moment, um, for that alone. As part of the segment, I also share some highs and lows. Uh, the highs for me is that my baby started to only wake up once a night, which feels like a miracle. I, I have not had a child um, sleep this well this early on. Um, and that's feeling just like a beautiful thing. So I actually enjoy getting up with him. We usually get up once a night and I usually am up for like, I don't know, 40 minutes to an hour, but I love it. And I feel so grateful that he's doing that. And the lows also is about the baby. <laughs> we uh, found out a couple weeks ago, he, he kind of had a shift in, in personality. Like he just went from being like this really sweet disposition to being really sad and angry and having struggles with eating and gas and all these things. And fortunately, I have, well, I have been staying away from most of society in the public and including my, my family that lives nearest, you know, about a half an hour away. But I went to drop off some stuff for my little sister and she lives about a half an hour away and I was trying to nurse the baby before we went turned back and, and she saw me nursing him and she's like, um, do you think he has a tongue or a lip tied? I'm like, no, I, I don't see anything. And, you know, she described some of the symptoms to me of what her babies went through who both had tongue and lip ties and it seemed pretty on point. And I was like, thanks, I'll, I'll pay attention to that. Well, the next day, he was so bad and not eating. And I realized, oh my goodness, not only has he shifted personalities last few weeks, I can tell that he has not been getting weight. And it became to this like almost distressing point for both of us when I realized like I actually need to get help right away and we're leaving to California in a week. So on Sunday, this lactation consultant got me in and she confirmed, yep, he does have a lip and tongue tie. The lip tie was farther back, so it wasn't obvious, but all of the she takes you through like this list of questions of what's going on. And she was like, you absolutely, he, he absolutely has this. On Monday, we went to a pediatric dentist who actually happens to be my cousin who does this. And he did a, a brilliant job. And right away, the um, our baby went right back to his normal self. I mean, it's been awful to have to stretch his wounds four times a day, which you're supposed to do. So they heal open. But, um, that's kind of like the low and the high at the same time, because what a gift it was to have someone point out something that I wouldn't have even known what was going on. I honestly went back to my first child and the trauma we had with breastfeeding and me trying to help her and not getting answers. And, you know, we found out later she's, she's on the autism spectrum, but, um, I, I had those flashbacks and I think she must've had a lip or tongue tie as well. And I just, the trauma of feeling like what I, my baby's really sad and not eating and not doing well and not thriving and I can't help my baby. Um, those feelings are pretty strong. So I'm so glad she spoke up and, um, he was supposed to be really miserable, but he went right back to his sweet self. So both a high and low there. That was a big what's happening segment. Next up, let's do a DSL update. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. In this segment, I share what's going on with my Do Something list. If you want to know more about what that is and to get a training on how to create your own, you can go to aboutprogress.com slash DSL. That's D as in David, S as in Sam, and L as in Leon. <laughs> okay. All right. So my DSL update this past uh, month. I've been exploring my personal style more, which has been nice. I bought these beautiful earrings from Kinsey, I think is how you say it. Um, like gold earrings or hoops, but they're they're small and they're wide, but they like fit my personal style so well. And I've been having just more fun putting on shoes that are nice to me um, that reflect my style instead of um, just my normal, like what can I slip on really quick to go get the kids. And even though I'm only getting dressed for myself um, because I really don't see people, it's been so nice to feel more like myself. In addition to that, I bought this thing that can hold my camera and can help me with some other items on my list that are are hand letter a quote each month. I haven't started on that. And yes, I know it's now April, but I know I will be able to catch up on that. I also got my hand lettering items down um, out so I can start practicing and do that. My goal is to do it messy. And so I'm going to share those on Instagram, not because they're beautiful, but because they're awful. And that's kind of the point. So stay tuned for that. And I also um, bought this this mechanism to record things I have in mind for an upcoming creativity challenge. I know my first one is going to be me painting sourdough. I believe I've shared that before, Um, but I have other things that are up my sleeve. If you have any requests on what I should do for my creative challenges um, where I'm exploring new creative mediums, whether they are the super obvious things like that include fine art stuff or the not so obvious things. One of the things I'm thinking about is building garden boxes as a creativity challenge. I would love to hear from you and let me know what you think. That's it for the DSL update. Our next segment is make it a habit. In this segment, I will share with you some habits that are going well and some that are not going well. I have been slowly working on getting up earlier. And that's a habit I shared with you last month that I wanted to work on. And this is kind of a bit by bit place of improvement. It honestly feels like a two steps forward, one step back. So it's not like I'm going backwards. We're slowly but surely moving forward. Um, But for me, even being able to get up 20 minutes before my kids and just doing a quick 20 minute walk on my treadmill, like I said earlier, makes a huge difference to my mental health. So thanks to the combo of Brad um, being around for that, you know, he'll, he'll stay downstairs instead of going up to, to work. He usually goes up to work early or he'll work downstairs until it's time for all the kids to get up and for me to be down with them. Um, And, uh, and him having like a bottle uh, to, to feed him, it's it's made a big difference. I've been able to start working on that better um, bit by bit. So it's getting better. 
the the habit I want to work on next, and I announced this to my kids and then promptly didn't do it. <laughs> so it's one I'm working on and going to really work on uh, once we get back from spring break is a new nighttime routine. I would really love to be able to read to my kids at night. I even bought a book on this and haven't read it because I knew that I would read it and feel guilty for not doing what I want to do, which is to read to my kids aloud from chapter books at night. I did this with my oldest when I would would feed my fourth child in the same room that they shared. Um, When I would nurse him at night, I would read Harry Potter to her and we got through I think three books that way. Um, So I would love to do that with all of my kids. Even if I start with the baseline, maybe a five minutes or even one page is what I should do or one children's book instead of a chapter book. I'm already talking to myself through that. So here's this for accountability. I really want to read to my kids at night together as a family. They do read at night, like we send them down to their beds. They, they, They sleep in the basement to read, but I would love to read with them at night. Next up is what I'm loving. Let's try it again. What I'm loving lately. A few things here for you. Uh, first is a fantastic book I listened to, "Boys in the Boat." I can't remember who the author is. I should have prepared that, um, but just Google it. If you have the Libby app, which connects to your local library, I highly recommend listening to this book. Uh, The author, or the the narrator rather, who reads it just has this most beautiful voice. And the author writes this book in a way that it reads like a brilliant story instead of it just being a historical account, which it actually is. This recounts Washington University's rowing team who went to the Olympics during Hitler's time. And I mean, it's kind of like a spoiler because it even shows out on the front like they went and, and won. So it's 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 a nice underdog story. It's all true um, and so inspiring. And it makes me really excited to get my rowing machine set up that we bought um, I think like a month or so ago. Uh, so I couldn't, I could have something more than just like walking on my treadmill at home. So boys in the boat, fantastic read. Uh, something I just started to watch is Daisy Jones and the six. And this is a new series on Amazon prime and it's based off of a book of the same name. Now, let me tell you a little bit about this book. It is a book that reads like a documentary in book form where they interview these singers and their time of being super, uh, becoming a super famous band in the late sixties, early seventies, actually. And, um, as I was reading this book, I actually listened to it, which I also recommend because the voices are different for each person. It was not until the end of listening to that book that I realized it was fiction. I had no idea. I usually go into books blind, like I have no idea what it's about, or um, I don't really pay attention to what people are saying about things most of the time. And so I I honestly thought it was a true account. (laughs) So I was so disappointed to not be able to find the music. And that's in fact how I discovered it was a fiction book because I kept looking on Spotify for Daisy Jones and the six. And I'm like, where's their music? And it's not on there. And now they do have playlists that sound like them and they have the soundtrack from the show, but the book is super good. I highly recommend to listen to that one. Um, although reading would be good, but the listening is extra special and the show is, is really good so far. The main, um, like lead singer is played by the guy who, um, was in hunger games too. I think in the, in the second movie, um, he like becomes the ally. I don't remember his name. He was also in me before you, the, the, um, the guy who's a paraplegic, um, who falls in love with his caretaker. It's another good book too. And the movie's just fine. But anyway, I love him as an actor and I'm really liking him in that movie. 
And what else I'm loving lately? Can I just recommend a quick snack idea for you? I love pretzels with raw almonds. And I've loved this for years, but it's come back in rotation right now. Um, it's just an easy thing to grab when I'm just a little hungry or I need to get something on the go. Get some raw almonds and pair them with a, like a pretzel one per one and put them both in your mouth at the same time. Delightful. That is what I'm loving lately. And finally, before we say goodbye, what's on my mind? What's on my mind is definitely related to recent events of the tragic shootings in Tennessee. And I'm just thinking about that constantly. I know I'm not alone in sending my kids to school each day and being terrified that it will be the last time I see them. And I'm really sick of feeling this way. And I, I believe that most people are. I mean, the research shows that the high, high majority of Americans want things to be different with gun control, that it doesn't need to be the extremes of like taking all the guns away or just having like an open, hey, get whatever you want whenever you want it. It does feel past time to, to really collaborate and make this a bipartisan effort. And, you know, I'm obviously not into politics. I, um, I don't share about it a ton online, but this is one of those things that is on my mind a ton right now. And just this desperate feeling of, and, and, and hope that we can finally come together and make some sense of this. Um, and, and just so we're clear here, this is coming from someone who's been, um, an independent for years, a Democrat for some years, Republican for other years. And, um, I definitely don't vote by party, but I vote for what makes sense to me. And this is, this is just a, um, it's something I don't want to have to worry about anymore. Um, not that we won't be able to ever be completely free of worry, but you know, this is another research shows it, it helps. And, and I think we're ready for it. So uh, my friends, that's a trouble, troubled topic and a hard topic, but it's on my mind. And I appreciate that I can have the, the, your listening ear and just being able to share my feelings on that and my, my own hope that this can be something we work towards as a country to figuring out together. Okay. That's it for the messy middle in April. I am digging back into my work here. My maternity leave is officially over and now I am starting interviews again and recording again in real time instead of so far in advance. And it feels both good and a little overwhelming. So, um, but overall, I'm just so grateful, grateful for this community and this podcast that I get to do this as a job is just pure delight. Honestly, overall, it's just so delightful and it fills me up and I hope it can do the same for you. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope this messy middle inspires you to lean into your own messy middle today. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.